Hello, what's going on everybody? Welcome back. It's time. <laughs> you know what time it is. It's time for another episode of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. I am Andrew for America. And today, people, this is going to be part two of San Diego Storytime. And if you listened to my last podcast, I was talking about the Soma. And I said that it was on Union Street. Well, I think the Soma I was talking about over in Linda Vista was actually on Metro Street. Uh, I was going to make that correction, but then I realized that there, it, the Soma had two locations. Uh, and, you know, my old band, The Perils of Being... Uh, we played a show on the side stage at the new Soma, and it was one of my favorite shows I ever played, actually. I'll have to play uh, um, a song from my band, The Perils of Being, maybe later on. But, speaking of the old Soma in San Diego, I have a friend that I used to work with at that club, Aubergine, I was telling you guys about in the last episode. And uh, everybody knows him around town. Great DJ Mikey Beats. Worked at the Soma. Uh, still spinning records and playing music to this day. Great guy. Um, you know, everybody, anybody that knows the old Soma probably knows Mikey Beats. And um, I want to I wanna take you on another walk, people, down memory lane. Once upon a time, in Southern California, myself, Mikey Beats, DJ Scooter, DJ Kevin Brown, my buddy John, my buddy Dominic, my friend TJ from the band Buckfast Super B, and a few other amazing people, all went on, let's just say, a soul searching mission out in the middle of the Morongo Canyon. We stayed in a house that had like 10 to 15 different rooms. It was a mansion. It was one of the most amazing experiences of my life. And on day two of this soul-searching mission, my friend John and I were asked by my friend TJ, who I used to work with as a bartender. Uh, he was a bartender too. I was a bar back at the time at Aubergine San Diego before it became Flux Nightclub. Uh, day two of our little soul-searching mission out in the Morongo Canyon in the year 2008, TJ from Buckfast Super B said, Hey, John, Drew... Let's go out in the car. I want to play you guys my new record. It was called Turn of the Radio Age by TJ's band Buckfast Super B. And I took an honest listen to the first couple tracks and I was like, damn, TJ, this is tight. This is the shit. I like this record. And I still listen to it to this day. So here we go, people. Continuing with episode two, or 
<laughs> episode 30 of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast, San Diego Storytime Part 2, rather. Not Episode 2, Part 2. Here's Buckfast Super B. My friend TJ Toggs from San Diego, California. Phasers on Stun. Phaser Control Studios. You know. Here's his band, Buckfast Super B, with the song, The Heavy Persuader, preceded by the intro track, Turn of the Radio Age.
there you go. There you have it, people. Uh, the Aubergine crew had a great time out in the Morongo Basin for two, three days. Partying at the mansion, going swimming with fountains and shit. Vast panoramic views in the background. Uh, great memories. Great memories. Uh, the next song I want to play for you people uh, was from maybe not 2008. Maybe it was a little bit earlier. Maybe it was around the same time. I don't really remember. Uh, but a friend of mine named Casey had a band called Finite. And my old band, The Perils of Being, played with them um, a couple times, various shows. And um, I really liked his band. I, I like Casey's band. He played with uh, uh, my friend Chris and my friend Jeff. And we played a lot of shows with those guys. And I really, really liked this song. Uh, this song is called Serrated Lines. By my friend Casey's band, Finite.
right. That was my buddy Casey's band, Finite, with the song Serrated Lines. And I love that song, man. I heard those guys play that song so many times, and every time I was like, man, you guys hit a home run. Um, remember a few podcasts back in a previous episode, I was talking to you guys about the Hegelian dialectic, right? Remember that? Well, my friend Casey wrote a song called The Hegelian Unelected. <laughs> and boy, Casey, if you're listening to this, buddy, you should send me those lyrics and I'll read them on the show because I loved those lyrics. Uh, you're a talented guy, my friend. I really dug your stuff. I still do. Send me those lyrics, Hegelian Unelected. Uh, unelected. I will read them on the show. If that's cool with you, my friend. All right, people. Uh, I'm going to take a quick break. When I come back, we're going to have more of uh, San Diego Storytime Part 2 on the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. Welcome back. So... I want to tell you guys a story. So I just got done playing you a song by my friend TJ's band, and I got I uh, just got done playing a song by my band, my friend Casey's old band, uh, and once upon a time, TJ, Casey, my friend Sean, and my friend Adam, and myself. And my friend Crazy Dave, who I used to work with as a bar back at Aubergine Nightclub in San Diego, all went to see Tool at the San Diego Sports Arena. You know the San Diego Sports Arena. You guys have seen the movie Almost Famous, right? When uh, the little uh, Rolling Stone uh, writer dude tries to catch up with the Band-Aids. Trying to you know get into the back door there so they could see st- uh, still water, and you know the band aids get him in. Um, what's her name? Goldie Hawn's daughter is the band aid chick, Penny Lane. God, what is her name? Kate Hudson. Duh, duh. Anyway, that's where we were, people. San Diego Sports Arena. Me, TJ, Casey, Sean, Adam, Dave. Crazy Dave. This is an epic San Diego story, my friends. So there we were, sitting front row. Or maybe like second row, whatever. But we were up front for Tool. Maynard. Danny Carey. Justin Chamberlain. You know, the Adam Jones. 
and we're hanging out. We're partying, right? Chilling, waiting for the show to start. My friend Dave walks down to, you know, that little walkway that runs around uh, the general admission floor before you get to the seats, right? There's security guards everywhere. This guy starts running up and down the entire length of the stadium, throwing his arms up and down, up and down, trying to get the crowd to do the wave. He did it like three, four times, all the way down, all the way back, all the way down, all the way back. No one in the crowd was budging. All of a sudden, he starts making his trip back in the opposite direction once again. All of a sudden, people, the entire San Diego sports arena is doing the wave. At a Tool concert, people. (laughs) My buddy Crazy Dave got the entire crowd at the San Diego Sports Arena to do the wave. He got it going all the way around the entire arena like probably five, six times. I can't believe there wasn't any news there. It should have been filmed. Someone's got to have a film of that. If there's anybody that has film out there of Crazy Dave getting the entire Tool concert at San Diego Sports Arena to do the wave before Tool hit the stage, I want to see it. Email it to me at andrewforamerica1984 at gmail.com. Epic. It was one of the most amazing memories of my my time in San Diego. Kicking it with my friends. Getting ready to see Tool. Do a little soul searching. You know what I mean. And before the show even started, Crazy Dave just so happened to get the entire San Diego sports arena to do the wave multiple times. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway, those were good times. So, real quick, um, I wanted to play one of my old band's songs. I've been talking about the perils of being a lot, and we recorded a five-song EP uh, we recorded uh, with Jeff Forrest at Double Time Studios in San Diego. Uh, and then we recorded a little bit with Michael Blue, famed producer Michael Blue at Revolver Studios in Thousand Oaks, California, where Fleetwood Mac uh, was recorded and many other awesome bands. And this was a time in my life where I met one of my dearest friends, John Weaver, who ended up being the manager for... Uh, my band, The Perils of Being. And um, he got us in front of Peter DiStefano from the band Porno for Pyros. Jane's Addiction. Not Jane's Addiction, but Porno for Pyros. He, he, you know, he played with Perry Farrell. And we were getting looked at by Sanctuary Records for a hot second there, The Perils of Being. Uh, I remember Peter DiStefano, first time I met him in Westwood, Hollywood, uh, or Westwood, rather, not Hollywood, Westwood, but right by uh, UCLA. Uh, we had a meeting, and we sat down with him, and he said I reminded him of Chester Bennington. <laughs> uh, once upon a time when I recorded with Ryan Green, on a brief aside, he told me that I sounded like Tony Sly. So, I don't know, I guess, 
I guess you could throw my voice in there in between those two guys. Um, I find that to be high praise, and I appreciated that somebody uh, of that caliber, people of that caliber, musicians of that caliber, uh, had high praise of my vocal ability. And I worked at it for many years. And it was actually John Weaver that almost uh, got me once upon a time to go to a little vo vocal training seminar seminar with Maynard James Keenan, and he just so happened to do that at, at a time in my life where I was, I was hitting it hard, people. I was partying. I was making terrible life decisions. Uh, my ego got in the way, and I, I actually didn't go to a vocal camp with Maynard James Keenan. I mean, talk about the biggest dipshit, dumbass motherfucker you ever did hear. I regret it to this day. And I actually quit the band, The Perils of Being, shortly thereafter that. Because I was being a little fucking bitch. And I'm not proud of it. And John Weaver was one of my dearest friends. He took his own life a few years later. <clears throat> he had some demons. Um, and I'll probably talk about him in a podcast in the future, maybe. Um... But uh, he did a lot of great things for my band, The Perils of Being, and, and um, I thank him to this day. And here we go. Here's uh, the song that uh, everybody thought was going to be our hit in the event that The Perils of Being went anywhere, but we didn't, probably because of me, because I was a dumbass. This is one of the darker times in my life. And actually, when you listen to all the songs on this EP, uh, you can kind of hear it. You can kind of hear it. I have a song on this EP called Coming Down. And I'll let your imagination fly. Uh, but the lyrics about that song pretty much summed up where I was mentally at that uh, time in my life. For a number of reasons. And um, anyway... Without further ado, the perils of being song that everybody thought was going to be the one, I Can't, I Won't, by yours truly, Andrew for America, and the perils of being.
right, people. Uh, it wasn't really punk rock, but um, it was a pretty sweet rock song. Um, I still love that line. I'm going to say what they don't want you to hear. I'm going to scream it till it rings inside of your ears. And uh, that's pretty much what this podcast is all about, people. <laughs> I got a big mouth. And it has gotten me into trouble many times in my life. But it has also got me into some very memorable, amazing situations. And of so many memories with uh, The Perils of Being and John Weaver. I remember once upon a time we played the gig on Melrose in L.A. Kevin Smith was in the crowd watching my band play. That was pretty memorable. Um, met a lot of famous people in my days out in California. I, I mean, I can't... I, I'll keep bringing stories to the table on this podcast. I mean, it's just... I, I'm telling you, I should write a book. <laughs> I should probably write a book about all this shit. Um, so... Moving on. Um, so, yeah, later on, uh, after the perils of being, after I messed that band up, because um, I was an egomaniac, dipshit idiot, who didn't go learn how to sing for Maynard James Keenan. I mean, I mean, just listen to those words come out of my mouth. Don't you want to just punch me in the face? <laughs> oh, man. I was hitting it hard, people. I wasn't making good life decisions. I was in a deep, dark place. I don't know what my problem was. I had a lot going on uh, in the mid-2000s. Um, but, lucky for me, I actually started another band, Nonprofit. I guys, You guys uh, uh, have heard me play the ro Royal Tees about George W. Bush in a previous podcast. Um, off of our first little demo, 2006, I believe it was. Uh, but then we recorded with Ryan Green, famed producer, punk rock producer, Ryan Green, uh, out at his studio in Scottsdale, Arizona at the time. I think it was called Crush Recording. Uh, and then he eventually moved back to L.A., I think it was, and continued his uh, epic career. Uh, he's recorded all my favorite punk rock bands, and I, I considered it a blessing. Uh, and, you know, yet another reason why I could die today in this moment and uh, die a happy man because of all the experiences I had in San Diego for 17 years. I got to record with Ryan Green. And um, while I was recording with Ryan Green... Uh, one of our songs, Letting Go, there was a band uh, from France in town called Uncommon Men from Mars. And those guys sing a four-part harmony on uh, one of our songs, Letting Go, in the studio uh, while we were recording with Ryan Green. Uh, no Effects, I remember, was playing in town in Scottsdale while we were in town. Uh, we stayed with Ryan Green for two weeks recording the Catalyst EP. And I think our drummer Jeff uh, actually went, or did go, or was going to go out to the concert to meet No Effects with Ryan. 
Uh, I couldn't because I was doing vocals that night, and uh, I had done eight hours of vocals that day, and there's no way Ryan was going to let me go to the concert because uh, I had more vocals to do the next day. Um, but one of my favorite tracks from those sessions was a song that we recorded called Nonprofit. Uh, the song name was the same as the band name. And uh, it was a shredder. I hope you guys like it. Here we go. Here's my old band, Nonprofit, from the Catalyst EP, 2008, 9, somewhere in there, just before 2010. Maybe it was 2010. I don't remember. But here it is, Nonprofit, with the song, <laughs> Nonprofit. <laughs> Go away Maybe 
Okay, so that band I was telling you about, Uncommon Men from Mars, that sang on our song Letting Go, four-part harmony. I'm not going to play that song today because it's just a little, I, I like the song, but it's just a little too poppy. That was like the poppiest pop punk song I ever, I think I ever played, I ever wrote with my friend Neil and, uh, you know, Jeff, Chris, Zernan. And uh, later on, Blake from Nonprofit. Miss you guys. Hope you're doing good if you listen to the show. Hope you guys are doing great. Um, but as soon as I met those guys from Uncommon Men from Mars, uh, I remember hanging out with those guys in Scottsdale. They had a show out there. We went and saw them play. Uh, and they were great. And they played this song that I was like, man, this song is the shit. And I want to play it for you guys right now. So... From France, Trent, Daff, Ed, I forget the other guy's name, Uncommon Men from Mars, here they are with the song, You Can Be Evil. Coming home tonight You're out looking for something You saw on TV I'm not going out tonight I'll be waiting by the phone They won't ring Let me have it once again Punish me for something I did not do wrong
right, that was Uncommon Men from Mars with the song, You Can Be Evil. Oh man, I hope you guys liked the show today. Uh, just reminiscing about some old times. Uh, taking you guys on a walk down memory lane. Uh, lots of great music in San Diego uh, during my time there. And I hope I brought you guys uh, a sneak peek, you know. A snapshot into the past. And uh, I'm glad I got to share some great memories with you guys. I hope you enjoyed uh, San Diego Storytime Parts 1 and 2 of this uh, amazing podcast I've been doing, in my humble opinion, the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. This has been episode 30. Thanks for listening. Send me an email, andrewforamerica1984 at gmail.com. Check out the website, politicsandpunkrockpodcast.com. Check me out on uh, Twitter and Instagram, andrewforamerica. Uh, interviews, I swear to God, they're coming soon. Uh, that's it, people. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening. Good night. Thank you. I love you guys. And we will see you soon. Episode 31, coming soon. Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, please share the podcast. We'll see you next time, people. Thanks for listening.